Hey guys, what's up? It's Greg Shuzvasti with the Find Your Film podcast. There have been a different changes with Find Your Film where actually, as you know, me, Bruce Perky, and Eric Holmes are doing the weekly movie reviews over on Cinematics with Anderson. Anderson comes by once a month to actually do a Cinematics episode as well, but on a weekly basis for the up-to-date new movies coming out, me, Eric, and Bruce are trying our best on a weekly basis to cover the movies that are coming out. So for the here and now Cinematics is where we're going to be doing our up-to-date movie reviews. But I don't live in the here and now. I don't. I don't think I've ever lived in the here and now. Now, 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 now in my 50s, I am always, what is that F. Scott Fitzgerald line from The Great Gatsby? What is it? Born ceaselessly against the past. I'm probably misquoting the final moments of The Great Gatsby, the final page. But I have a very nostalgic feeling about things and... Well, not really. I'm not very good with people or concepts like relationships or friendships. I just am madly in love with movies. And a lot of that love comes with the passage of time and just memories and regret and nostalgia and yada, yada, yada. That's why with all the glut of streaming services, I I subscribe to, I don't know, maybe seven or eight streaming services and I barely ever use them. Okay. My heart lies in physical media. And I've been telling the Cinematics Facebook group community for several years, as well as Bruce, Eric, and Anderson, that I wanted to do stuff on Blue on Blu-ray and Blu-ray releases, DVD releases, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But I've just been very unorganized, disorganized. I don't know. I think disorganized is the right word about it. So that's not going to change. This Find Your Film podcast feed will be very disorganized as I ramble on and on. But you, dear listener, fellow cinephile, what you're going to be getting is just hopefully maybe. Once a week or once every couple of weeks, I'll go to my local Dollar Tree store. There's about three or four in the vicinity, in the valley, and I hunt and I scour and I look for Blu-rays and DVDs that are cheap before they used to be a dollar. Now, times are changing. There, These DVDs and Blu-rays are $1.25 with 4K, with digital, better tech. The obvious draw is to spend your money and to go buy these 4K discs and play them on your PlayStation or and or whatever and or your e- media center and then ha- play it in your really beautiful big screen TV which I don't have I don't have a flat screen I I have a computer screen that I just and then I also just purchased a PS5 so I'm pretty much basic the good thing is I can play 4K discs now that said I don't have a lot of money I'm just a podcaster living on pennies and ramen, okay? So if ramen at all, just pennies, okay? So what do I want to do for you guys is I'm assuming a lot of you are not rich. You can't go to your local Best Buy or Walmart or Amazon and order 20 to 30 4K discs and maybe you want to save some money. I will still be covering 4K stuff or new new releases, but the extra layer to the heart, my heart and soul is physical media, but if you cut that onion a little bit more, cut that little organ a little bit more. I really love cheap stuff, cheap stuff that you can get for $1.25. Or maybe I'm going to start looking all over LA for other deals. Maybe I can get a Blu-ray or DVD that's really awesome for a couple bucks. Now, the reason why I sound so excited is the last several weeks, actually about a couple weeks ago, I went to a Dollar Tree store and I and it was the mother load. I was able to actually purchase a whole bunch of Blu-rays for that low, low price. I'm going to go right now and read. I don't even know how many of these discs I have in front of me on my desk here, my makeshift desk. I'm going to start reading off what I have as far as my Dollar Tree store haul for the Blu-rays first and then the DVDs. 
Later in the episode, you will have my review of Missing, a Japanese film that, look, the, the only complaint I have is Missing. It's a, a very basic title. You might be thinking there's a the Jack Lemmon Sissy Spacek film from, I think it's Costa Gavras from, what, 80 or 81? You might be thinking about that. You might be thinking there's another, I think there's another movie called Missing coming out in a month. There's, I'm sure there's a TV series or project called Missing. So Missing, aka Sagasu, the Japanese film, is getting really lost in the mix. And it is a shame. You know why? Sagasu, aka Missing, is my favorite film from 2022. Eric Holmes and Bruce Perky also love the movie as well. Eric Holmes, a couple months, about a month and a half ago, he interviewed the missing filmmaker, Shinzo Katayama. So I'm going to do the Dollar Tree store hall right now. And then we're I'm going to close this episode with my, yeah, no, I'm going to do the haul. I'm mixed up and then do the missing review with Eric Holmes talking about why he loved, why he loves the missing Blu-ray. You definitely should get it. And I agree. And I'll also briefly talk about the special features for this movie as well. Okay. But here's part one of the podcast. We will, I am going to go and talk about these, these discs. If you are, if you want to get some of these discs and enter the, the weekly giveaways, become a member of this, of our cinematics Facebook group. And as of this moment, I've actually decided I'm going to shift a lot of the coverage for my physical media to find your film. So follow us or like our find your film Facebook page on a weekly basis. I'll be giving away three discs every week. And if things, if I'm getting really good engagement, I might even bump it up to four or five. Who knows? what I'm going to do. I really love collecting stuff because I'm a hoarder and I'm not hoarding primarily to keep these and turn a profit on this dollar 25 thing. I'm buying these to get some spotlights on my website and the podcasts, et cetera, et cetera. And most importantly, just to give you give you guys some discs just for listening to the pod. And hopefully you are some of you are really as fanatic about this as me. And look, one more thing. I am not an expert on Blu-rays or DVDs, the transfer. I'm I, I'm still on that path right now. I'm just collecting, but it's I'm I'm really excited to actually continue a lot more DVD and Blu-ray coverage here on Find Your Film. Okay, now let's get, let's start off in three, two, one. I'm gonna look, I'm gonna tell you exactly what I have right now. I have two copies of Unsane starring Claire Foy. There is there's two of them, Blu-ray, DVD, and digital. I don't even know if these digitals work anymore because they're they I mean they're old so. I, I don't know, but they're, they're, these are all sealed, by the way. So I have that for $1.35 or $1.25. Where's it $1.30? That's $1.25. And it's Creed. I have Creed. I have Boyhood, that, that award-winning film by Richard Linklater. I have another Unsane. I bought three Unsanes. Unsane, by the way, is a mystery thriller, like I said, Claire Foy. And it's, I forgot to mention it's directed by Steven Soderbergh. I believe the movie was shot on iPhone. I'm going to go faster. Florence Foster Jenkins with Meryl Streep. There's a movie called El Dorado, City of Gold. The reason why I got it is it stars Shane West. I'm thinking maybe it could be as fun as one of those Alan Quartermain films from back in the day starring Richard Chamberlain. Probably not, but it's Shane West in the lead. I like him. El Dorado, City of Gold. I'm going to give that away as well. Okay, I, I, I'm saying I like him, but who knows? I'm just going to give it away too. Here's another movie that I've been wanting to watch. These are all Blu-rays, by the way. John Hammond, Rosamund Pike, and Beirut. I have Megan Levy starring Kate Morrow. The reason why I caught, I actually purchased two copies on Blu-ray of Megan Levy is because I've been recently watching House of Cards. Is it House of Games? Yeah, House of Cards. And Kate Morrow's awesome in it. I know I'm about four to five years behind, but I have that. I have... Sully, 
Tom Hanks and Sully. I saw this movie with Anderson Cowan. Sully's directed by Clint Eastwood. I have another John Hamm film I mentioned, previously mentioned Beirut. Here is Nostalgia with Catherine Keener and Ellen Burstyn. This looks very interesting. Good cover as well and has some really, let me see, bonus features. It has an alternate ending and deleted scenes. Now, here's the thing with, with uh, physical media. Say you purchase, I haven't checked this out yet, haven't done the research. Say Nostalgia is available on digital. Right here on this Blu-ray, it says digital. But let's just say you don't have the physical media, okay, on this. I mean, and you decided to either just watch it on streaming. I don't know where it's streaming right now. I have to check. Or you just purchased the digital copy, okay, on Amazon or whatever retail outlet. Most likely, you're just going to get the film. So the, the these deleted scenes and alternate ending is just goes out into the ether if you don't have the physical media. That's another big reason why conspiracy theory may just wonders about all the special features that will go out in the pasture and die once these discs are discontinued. I know most of you don't give up bleeping you know what about it, but I don't know. It just annoys me that a lot of these special features, even if they're obligatory, they are worth keeping for for posterity, for the history of cinema, etc., etc. Okay, so let's move on. Blu-ray. Distorted with Christina Ritchie and John Cusack. It's on Blu-ray. Other Blu-ray stuff is The Last Train, with Lou Diamond Phillips. Unfortunately, this one has the... I think the disc is shaking a little bit, but hopefully it's still in good condition. There is an Ethan Hawke film called Good Kill, which I, I, I purchased several copies of that as well. And let me see. Here's another copy of Beirut. The Art of Self-Defense with Jesse Eisenberg. I got that. Jesse Eisenberg, Alessandro Nivola, and one of my favorite actors, Imogen Poots. I'm sorry. I'm going to keep this because I'm a huge Poots fan. The Art of Self-Defense. I'm going to keep that. But anyways, that's a recent purchase. There is the family film Arctic Tale. These are all Blu-rays, remember? The Big Ugly. I don't know if it's The Big Ugly. I'm the Small Ugly, but there's a movie called The Big Ugly with Vinnie Jones and Malcolm McDowell and Ron Perlman. Interviewed Malcolm McDonald years ago for a Steve, uh, Stanley, uh, what's Stanley Kubrick film, uh, A Clockwork Orange, for a D, uh, for a DVD release. Really good guy for that. He was really nice on that Warner Brothers press day. Anyways, there is a movie called Dark Was a Night starring Marissa Tomei and who else? Michelle, Muriel Enos. A- Enos, Enos, yeah, Enos from, I think, I forgot what TV series she was in, I'm blanking out right now, but she was really good in that series, and it's, again, Marissa Tomei and Timothy Oliphant and Charlie Plummer, I love Charlie Plummer from St. Jack, so that that is Dark, Dark Was a Night, moving forward, there's Cover Me, I don't know who any of these people are, Jules Wilcox, T.C. Stalins, J.C. Velasquez, oh, I do know who Jesse Metcalf, oh, and I do know who Danny Trejo is, so... Barry the lead, Jesse Metcalf, and Danny Trejo in Cover Me, another Florence Foster Jenkins copy. There is a movie called The Lost Vikings. I have no idea. The, oh, wait. The Lost Viking. I have no idea what this movie is. Looks interesting. Don't know who the lead is. I'm trying to look at the... Hold on one second. Um, who who does it star? Probably people you don't know. I'm going to move forward with that, but it's it doesn't look cheap. Looks like a good Blu-ray. Okay, Danny Collins, a movie I really enjoyed with Al Pacino. It's a very underrated film, and I think it stars... Yeah, it starts... Jennifer Garner, Annette Benning, Bobby Cannavale, and Christopher Plummer, the late Christopher Plummer. Very, very, very good. Now, uh, oh, by the way, you don't care about this, but I, I interviewed Christopher Plummer several years, for a couple of times over the years, and he would always mention his affection for that movie, The Man Who Would Be King. I believe he, the late uh, Christopher Plummer played Rudyard Kipling, the author in that movie, but he had a huge affection for that movie. Just FYI, if you're looking for Christopher Plummer movies to watch, one of them should be The Man Who Would Be King. All right, there's a movie called Chuck with Liev Schreiber, Elizabeth Moss, and Ron Perlman. I haven't seen this. I might keep it. I don't know if I'm going to keep it, but it looks good. Elizabeth Moss is in it. I think it's a true story of 
the guy. Yes, the untold story of the inspiration for Rocky Balboa. So that is the movie Chuck. What else? There is the Greg Kinnear film. Greg Kinnear and who else? Jaiman Hansu, Renee Zellweger, John Voight, who I recently interviewed. Same kind of different as me. Got the Blu-ray for that. Another copy of Danny Collins. Maybe I'll keep one of them. Who knows? I don't know. There's another movie called Nuclear. Here's the thing. I've never even heard of Nuclear. This might be interesting because it stars George McKay. You might know George McKay from, or McKay. I don't know how to pronounce his name. I'm going to say McKay from 1917. Okay. He's, He's a really good actor. He was great in that. And it also stars Amelia Jones. And I think Amelia Jones, was she the lead actress in CODA? Anyways, the movie's called Nuclear. That's interesting. Again, I'm on Blu-ray. Final couple Blu-rays is another copy of Danny Collins and another copy. Did I mention it before? Yes, another copy of Boyhood. So that is a lot. Let me see how many Blu-rays I have here. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. So I have like 30. I have 30 Blu-rays here available up for grabs. Most of them up for grabs. I think I'm going to keep the art of self-defense for members of our Cinematics Facebook group and members of people who like the Find Your Film Facebook page. Finally, DVD stuff. What do I have? I have Switch. There's a, I think, Asian-led thing. Andy Lau. Andy Lau, very good actor. Andy Lau from, I believe he was in Infernal Affairs, right? He's in this movie called Switch. It's just called Switch because the lettering is weird. But it's an, anyways, it's an Andy Switch something. It's a weird lettering on it. Switch Fist or I don't know. There's a movie called Switch with Andy Lau. And there's a movie sealed on DVD, and I might keep this one. This is a movie. Oh, who knows? Maybe I'll just give it away. Charlie Sheen and Emilio Estevez, Men at Work. I have some really good memories of this movie because I saw this actually in the theaters when it came out. I don't know, maybe 87 or 88. When, what does it say here? It says 1990. It came out in 1990. I was on a big Emilio Estevez kick back in the day because of thanks to Young Guns. So I'm, I'm a Gen Xer, so Emilio Estevez means a lot to me and unfortunately the dvd is a little bit the there's plastic is a little bit open so i I, who knows i might just keep that and not give it away but anyways that is men at work with the two brothers the the sons of martin sheen there is a shutter release i have on dvd mon mon monsters i have a movie directed by michael winterbottom and it stars sarah polly you might know sarah polly this year for her film women talking she directed it there's a movie she was in called the claim which also co-stars Nastasia Kinski, Peter Mullen, and Wes Bentley. Wes Bentley, as you know, from Yellowstone. I don't know from Yellowstone because I, I, I still haven't seen Yellowstone. Of course, I, I know it's really, really good. But I remember when The Claim was released, supposedly it's really a beautifully shot film. I don't know if the movie works. Did I mention Mila Jovovich is in it as well? Yeah, so she's also in it. So it's a movie. It's a Western called The Claim. There's another movie called with Sorche Ronan and Billy, well, let me see, Billy Howell called On Chesil Beach. And then, oh, really, Scott, one of my favorite filmmakers. I have the DVD and digital copy of All the Money in the World. I think I have an extra, I think I have a Blu-ray copy, so I might give you guys the DVD copy. I don't know yet. There is, oh, I'm going to keep this yesterday. Can you believe I got this for like a, a buck 25, buck 35? I got to figure out what the, if it's a buck 25 or buck 35 yesterday. Who directed it? Yeah, look, look at this. It has alternate ending and deleted scenes. So it's really, you know, it's a DVD, but for that cheap price, I think this was a really good get. And it's directed by, of course, Danny Boyle. We all know Danny Boyle from, from um, what's, it, what's that movie? Um, Trainspotting. And also one of my favorites from him, Sunshine. Sunshine. There's a movie called My All-American with, what's his face? Finn Whitrock, Aaron Eckhart, Robin Tunney, and Sarah Bolger. 
I liked Aaron Eckhart because he started one one of my favorite Brian De Palma movies, The Black Dahlia. No one else loves it as much as I do. And also, an, I really love Robin Tunney as an actor as well. The Best of Me, I interviewed the director, Michael Hoffman, several years ago. And this looks like an interesting DVD. James Marsden, Michelle Monaghan, two very good actors. And here's the funny DVD edition. It says, the Tears of Joy edition of The Best of Me. And it has several special features, which is really cool, which I can't... Here's commentary by director Michael Hoffman. So these... these and then there's, I think there's a music video, a couple other things. Yeah, there, there's a... It says, Tears of Joy, new storyline and alternate ending. So I don't know how that relates to the movie, but that's... Sounds pretty interesting, along with the commentary from Hoffman and then some extra special features as well. I'm a huge Andrea Riseborough fan. There's a movie called Burden with she starred in. It's a, based on the powerful and, and inspiring true story from the Academy Award winning producer of Dallas Buyers Club. But Andrea Riseborough, Garrett Hedlund in um, Burden. And it stars, yeah. Did I say Forrest Whitaker? Yeah. The Mechanic. This is a remake of the Charles Bronson film. It's with Jason Statham and Ben Foster. I did, and it stars Donald Sutherland as well. I did the press junket years ago. Really liked the movie as well. I had only just seen the actual original a couple of years back. I ended up liking the original better than the Statham version. But if you haven't seen this, the Statham film, The Mechanic, still a very good, solid movie. Nothing completely spectacular, but the fact that he goes toe-to-toe with Ben Foster, some really interesting stuff with that film. Also, what else do I have? There's a movie called, there's a Western called The, the Scent of Rain and Lightning. The Scent of Rain and Lightning and it's weird because I, I've never heard of this film, but the reason why I got it is it stars Maika Monroe from It Follows. Really like Maika Monroe. Very interesting actress. And yeah, who knows? And it's Bonnie Bedelia from Heart Like a Wheel and Die Hard's in it. Also, okay, Nicholas Coaster, Nikolai Coster Waldau, I believe, from is. I got him. I got this DVD for Exit Plan. It looks like a mystery thriller kind of situation, which looks interesting. Also, if you haven't seen Babylon from Damon Chazelle, I haven't seen it either. Three hours. I don't know if I want to check that out. But his previous film, the first of uh, his previous film, First Man, headlined by Ryan Gosling. I, I don't know. I know Anderson's not a big fan, but look at this. This is for like a buck, a buck and change. You get the DVD and you get deleted scenes, feature commentary, and it's sealed. I, mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm on an island. But getting these things for like a buck and change is pretty cool. And Kira Knightley is in a movie called Colette, based on a true story. Got that as well. All My Life. This is interesting because it is one of those rare movies which has an Asian American male, and it is played by Jessica Roth or Roth from the from Happy That Day. She's in it, and Harry Shum Jr. from Crazy Rich Asians and Glee. He is the lead. So interesting movie because I don't see many Asian American actors as the lead in a rom com. Then that's why I bought it, and I might keep it. Or I might give it away. I don't know. But uh, who knows? Maybe I might keep it. But, or I might give it. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm very schizophrenic with this. A movie I will give away, though, is a movie called Greta, starring Chloe Grace Moretz and Isabelle Huppert. And it's, I believe, directed by Neil Jordan. Yeah, Neil Jordan is a, is a director that I know Anderson really Anderson Cowan really loves because of The Butcher Boy. Neil Jordan directed The Butcher Boy. And it's one of Anderson Cowan's favorite movies. At Cold Cockle Productions, he has actually a poster of the butcher boy in his office. And he, he loves that movie. It's right up there. It's one of his favorites again, but Neil Jordan, and I interviewed him for one of uh, back in the day for one of the books that he, he actually penned. And maybe I was a bad interviewer today, but he was just very, I'm not saying cranky, but just very terse and not very responsive. It was just one of those very dry interviews that I did not appreciate. 
maybe a lot of that would be due to me. But out of all, I've been doing interviews for the last 30 years. And when I think of interviews, I just didn't really, it didn't go completely south. It just was a whatever for me. It was with, it was with Neil Jordan. That said, it could have, Greta was a little bit of a disappointment for me. I mentioned Maika Monroe. She's also in Greta. And in my opinion, she is the best part of Greta, Maika Monroe. She has a very scene-stealing performance. But overall, this is a Hitchcockian, Hitchcockian thriller that completely just missed its mark for me. But the, all that said, it should, this is one of those movie, movies that should have appealed to me because that's my, that and the Western are my favorite genre. But here's the thing. Look, at, look for a dollar and change, you get the bonus features, you get deleted scenes, and you get a special a featurette, Greta, Enemies, and Friends, okay? Last but definitely not least, actually, there's two lasts and definitely not least, a movie I still haven't seen, I, Tanya on DVD, Margot Robbie. I tr- to be honest, I tried watching the first 10 minutes of I, Tanya. Couldn't get through it. Was not a movie for me. I'm sure a lot of you would probably say, Greg, you're an idiot. You don't know what you're talking about. So that's I, Tanya's on, DV- on DVD sealed. Finally, I have... The Godfather Part Part Two, The Godfather Part Two, with commentary by director Francis Ford Coppola, and yeah, I, I, you know, I'm gonna give this away because this is one of these things. This is a great find over Dollar Tree. I, I must say, I probably my my favorite find out of the bunch as far as the DVDs go. Let me see how many DVDs I have. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Sorry for the counting. Thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen. So overall, I have forty nine discs to give away and counting. This is just my recent haul from the past, I'd say, three weeks, and yeah, I'll I'll be giving about giving away about ninety percent of these discs out to members of our Cinematics Facebook group, and thank you for listening, by the way, of our Find Your Film Facebook page as well. Okay, I'll leave the links on our episode descriptions. Some of these I'm actually going to review and, and check, or just keep for posterity. There's just a lot of some really good titles over here, and yeah. Hit us up and, and tell us what with uh, DVDs, what DVDs you love, etc. We're gonna engage. We're gonna have hopefully a more of a physical media engagement within this whole Find Your Film universe. So that is it. I'm gonna I'm done with the segment. My mouth is getting dry. I'm gonna be right back in a few. Drink some water and then I'm gonna talk about Saga Sue, my favorite film of the year, aka Missing. Thanks, guys. Okay, guys, I'm back. Here's the one bit of warning I give you regarding. Sagasu, aka Missing. It's a gruesome film and it's very dark. We're talking about like David Fincher or Memories of Murder Dark. And there are some moments that will leave you a bit squeamish, okay? Queasy and whatnot. So I would say if you're not into that, that kind of stuff, don't go for it. But if you can either close your eyes or it, or you can steal yourself, S T E L, S S T E L, yeah, steal yourself on these moments. You're going to be fine. I was completely fine with it, with it but I, I showed the trailer to my mother and I told her, hey, this is my favorite film of 2022. And she said, yeah, it's too gruesome. I can't, I can't do it. I, you know, there's, there's a hammer and there's possible suicide attempts. There's just, there's a serial killer on the loose. Here on, here, I'm going to look at the Dark Star Pictures Instagram and I'm going to read right from their plot synopsis regarding Saga Su, okay, or missing. Quote, the movie tells the story of a daughter trying to find her father who went missing shortly after explaining that he happened to see a wanted serial killer marked with a 3 million yen bounty. So yeah, it's weird. It's layered. The daughter, she's trying to find her dad. Her dad is a little bit of an alcoholic. There's a reason why. He's gone quote unquote missing. But he tells his daughter, hey, 
I'm on the trail of a serial killer. I I believe, and there, by the way, there is a reward if you know where the serial killer is or if you can identify the serial killer or lead the authorities to said killer. And the father says, hey, I'm going to track him down. I'm going to bring some justice and we're going to get the reward money and I'm going to take us, get us out of this financial hole we're both in. The mother's not in the picture in, in present day because she has since passed. And that story is actually evolved throughout the narrative. You get to see how the mother passed and how important she was to the family as well. Again, I mentioned the word layered. That's what I really loved about Missing. It's a crime thriller, really interesting mystery. It, among with the, Along with the gruesome parts, there is some, some twisty moments that really, I really dug the actor who played the father and the and the actress who played the daughter they're both fantastic they I, i'm gonna pull up their names in a second let me look at them right now those these are my two favorite two of my favorite films two of my favorite performances from 2022 and yeah this is a little bit it sort of annoys me that this movie isn't getting as much love as it should be get, getting it's kind of, it's pretty much obscure right now and i would say right just if you can find it it's on digital purchase it rent it or purchase it me and eric holmes we both purchased the digital version of saga Sioux on online i purchased it via amazon that said there are some there are reasons why you should check out the blu-ray and dvd again if you like crime thrillers mystery crime thrillers and are don't are not squeamish regarding the violence and some of the twists and turns this is going to be a movie that is really suited for you first of all the missing Physical media comes with a really awesome slip cover. Our buddy Peter Beta over at the middle class film class. He's not a big fan of slip covers, but here, here's a noise of the slip cover. Sli- uh, the slip cut, co- not slip cover. Slip cover. That is that's the whole. That's a whole different podcast. Look at look at the slip cover here. A little ASMR. Little slip cover here. Little action. I'm actually unearthing the slip cover from the actual Blu-ray disc. You hear the slip cover noise. Yeah, the slipcover is really nice, different kind of art, artwork, and I wish actually that artwork, the slipcover artwork is something I wish, who, who knows, maybe one of these days I'll try to commission some kind of, get it on a poster because it's a really inter- intriguing poster. And when you open the disc, you, didn't, you did not need me to open the disc, but let me say, well, here's the special features. It has stage greeting at special preview screening. That's one. Basically, it's a the cast and crew, the crew being Shinzo Katayama, the director, and his actors, about four of his actors, they are they are there before the actual screening of this movie, and they talk for about maybe fifteen to twenty minutes about the movie. It's a really good interview with them, really good discussion. And then there's an ACA Cinema Project Emerging Japanese Films that is a special segment moderated by Chris Gore. He's interviewing Shinzo Katayama through an interpreter, and he's asking him about the movie. Now that this one, the ACA Cinema Project. This one runs 41 minutes, and this one's a little bit... I've only watched, truth to tell, I've only watched about 20 to 21 minutes of this special feature, and it's a little bit more dry than the the first segment. No fault of Chris Gore or the director, but it's still a really good added bonus. Also, what's really cool about the the stage greeting the first special feature is you get to really see the personality of the father who's he's just fantastic he's just a very very funny guy and the daughter is very i'm trying to find their names the daughter is very sweet and and very humble and shy so it's they play off each other really well during these interviews and in front of an audience where and shinzo katayama by the way eric holmes interviewed him and you can actually find that on our find your film podcast so you just look and look at the look up katayama that has eric interviewing him but so here let me i'm looking right now but these are both really good actors and i hope 
hopefully I can see more of them because I'm not an expert in Japanese cinema, but I am seriously going to track their films down moving forward. It's it's going to be hard for them to top missing, but I, I'm invested in, in what they have to do moving forward. Okay, so Jiro Sato, he plays Harada, the father, and he, in the movie, he's very, uh, how do I say it? He, he's very somber and very unpredictable. And in person, it's a completely different character. He's just very nice, convivial, and he cracks a lot of jokes. So is this special feature is worth watching just to see him crack jokes about working on the production, et cetera, et cetera. Life of the party kind of guy. And the daughter is played by A-O-I-I-T-O. Aoi Ito? She plays his daughter, Kaeda Harada. But she's very good as well. Like I said, she's a little bit shy, but she brings valuable insight to the proceedings. Finally, there is a deleted scene which regarding Carrots and the daughter going, having dinner with her friends and her friend's son. And she's having a dinner with Carrots and there's a Carrot story. Eric Holmes elaborates that scene in this upcoming segment where he does a little bit of a mini review of Missing. So, and he was wondering why if that deleted scene deleted scene was actually where it could have been placed within the narrative. I think it would have been a little bit too much extra. Let me see what the running, I think the running time. Yeah. So this movie specifically is 124 minutes and the actual deleted scene is close to two minutes. This feels a little bit out of place regarding the actual narrative because it really flows within the two hours. There's no added fat to it, but the actual point of the scene, when you see the carrot sequence and the kid talks about having a bad dream about it and not liking it, it's about confronting your fear. Confront, And she actually tells a story about how she she makes the carrots very tasty for for the kid. And I think that scene works outside of the narrative because you realize how courageous the daughter is. She's no matter what kind of tragedy or obstacle she faces, she moves forward head on. That person being actress Aoi Ito as Kaeda Harada, one of the most memorable characters from last year. Really loved her. Again, I looked on Amazon. The rating, there is one review of Missing. And this has got to stop. There needs to be more people watching Missing. There's going to be a big... Last year, early last year, it was beyond the infinite two minutes. I wanted people to see it. And I think me and I'm going to get me, Eric, and Bruce actually loves this movie as well, too. I want to get as many people as possible to watch Missing, aka Sagasu, Sagasu, on Blu-ray, DVD, on Blu-ray. This is a Blu-ray copy. Or on, by the way, this is a review copy given to me by Dark Star Pictures. I've actually also ordered another copy. So maybe I might be giving that away to members of our Find Your Film universe as well. So keep that posted. This is such a beautiful movie. I loved it so much. I got, as soon as the digital was available, I would, I purchased it. So would love to hear what you guys think of of Missing. Was it a good recommendation, et cetera, et cetera. Hit me up. And that is it. Here is Eric Holmes finally with a review of Missing. And thank you guys so much for listening to this long episode of Find Your Film. I can talk about physical media for hours on end. And I apologize for babbling on and on. More to come later this week. I recently received from Criterion a Blu-ray copy of Bergman Island. I'll be doing a review of that in a couple of weeks. And there's some other other Blu-rays I need to get to and review this week on Find Your Film. Take care, guys. Oh, also check us out on Cinematics where me, Bruce, and Eric every Wednesday. I post it on Thursday. We get together on Wednesday and we review movies that are coming out on this given week. So I don't even want to talk, mention the movies that we're reviewing because my my brain is a jumble with all these DVDs on my desk. And I try, I'm forgetting, oh, there's a movie called St. Omer. 
that I am going to see right now. That's one of the movies that we're covering. And I believe there's another movie, Stephen Dorff movie called The Price We Pay or The Price You Pay with Emil Hirsch. We'll be covering this week on Cinematics. Love you guys. Talk to you soon. And thanks for listening to both Cinematics and here for its secondary podcast, its sister, sister brother podcast. Find your film. Take care, guys. Bye. Eric Holmes, Saga Suit, Missing, you have the Blu-ray, you got it in the mail. Why should people go for the physical media release of Saga Suit? Tell well, us. Saga Suit, otherwise known as Missing, because I don't know why they changed it to Missing. Saga Suit is such a wonderful, wonderful uh, word, and it's a wonderful movie. The special features include stage greeting, it's special preview screening. It's basically a, a interview with the director and some of the uh, the actors. And then it has another interview with the uh, Shinzo Katayama, the director, and Chris Gore. Can't say I'm a big fan of Chris Gore. Everything I see of his is uh, how much the movie sucks. And Which I, one? I, oh, what, the I, movie sucks? He, he said no, he no, 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 no. Everything I see of Chris Gore online is this movie sucks, or this is why film sucks, blah, blah, blah. But he loves Saga um, Sue, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. He seemed to like that, which was kind of jarring for me. It's like, oh, he actually likes the movie. This is weird. Chris Gore um, can hate every single movie in the universe. If you like Saga Sue, and like Flynn with me. And uh, Lose a Flower of Evil and, and The Long Walk. Yes, and The Long <laughs> He hates everything else. And Psycho Gourmet. He's got like Psycho Gourmet too. The best part of the special features is there's a deleted scene. It's got the daughter. She's at the table. You know, one of the, she's there with like two kids and, and a mom. I don't even know if she'd describe this, but they're like eating carrots. And the one kid's like, I don't want to eat carrots. It's like, why not? I had a dream that, I had a dream that, that someone died and they like a bunch of carrots came out of them. It was really scary. And then she's like, well, I'll eat them. So she starts eating the carrots off of his plate. And he's like, well, blah, blah, blah. and then he starts eating the carrots. So like, I kind of like these carrots. And it's, it's a really sweet scene. I'm trying to it, like, as I'm watching, I'm trying to put in my head where that fits in with the, uh, the actual movie itself. So it's probably why they cut it out. You know, it's kind of like kind of similar to, uh, if you remember, was it Kill Bill 2, mm. where they had deleted scene, where it was uh, Michael Jai White, Bill and the bride running into Michael Jai White, and there was that whole fight scene. And it was like, oh, oh, that's a cool scene. But like, you kind of understand why they cut it out, because it doesn't really add to the full, the full flavor of the movie. But that's the cool thing about physical media or just deleted scenes in general. It, like, you can get that, you can get that scene. It's like, this is a really good scene. Doesn't fit in the movie. But I'm glad it exists somewhere. That's kind of what this is. Well, if you like carrots, if you like eating carrots, that is a carrot eating scene in Sagasu, aka missing. It's mainly known as missing, but if obviously the Japanese term is Sagasu, this is at, at least a top five for me this year. Bruce Perky, where was it on your list as far as your top 31? Uh, number 16. Number 16. Okay. Okay. I'm not going to hold it against you. It's number 16. That's the top 20. Eric Holmes, you haven't made your top 20 yet, but uh, guesstimate ballpark figure. Where would Sagasu, a.k.a. Missing, go? I, I know you and Bruce gave it four and a half. Maybe, who knows, maybe there might be a five-star banger uptake. I don't know, but well, where's, if, where's if, the land? If we do our end of the year, hopefully this will be in all three of our top five, so then I don't have to put it on my top 10. <laughs> I got extra <laughs> space there. If not, It'll probably be there. It'll probably be in the top 10. You know, obviously, Bruce, uh, how dare he put a top 16? But who knows what's going on with Bruce and and his, you know, I can list the ones that are above it. You know what? How dare you? How dare you put Corsage at number 15? So, uh, anyways, (laughs) just getting close. I I, I got to say, though, like, even even Sagasu in the top 16. Yes. 
This has been an awesome year. I, oh, yeah. I like I've been uh, looking through uh, Bruce's as he's been posting stuff on mm-hmm. his twenty two for thirty three for twenty two thirty one for twenty two twenty two thirty one yeah, for twenty two that that thing uh, he started posting I'm like oh yeah that came out this year oh yeah that came this has been a fantastic year for movies and like we got so many bangers this year. Granted, Corsage isn't one of them, but that's fine. That's, you know, that's fine. All have to be but Saga Su, a.k.a. Missing, is one of them that's currently on Blu-ray and DVD. Mm-hmm. Eric Holmes did receive the Blu-ray. Recently, I received the Blu-ray as well. Bruce, did you receive the Blu-ray of Saga Su yet? Not Eric, yet. Did, Eric, did you, pay for, did you purchase that yourself or did you get, get it? yourself no, they, just, they, they they just sent it to me okay so probably i paid for my, my who knows i who knows maybe you know just, what what you know air what, comes we, what we, i think a lot of people need to see saga Su. okay so maybe, good. May, maybe we should do a giveaway i'm, I'm okay. just saying uh, maybe Would you know what be a terrible idea yeah we should do a giveaway you know what if i i think uh, i'm gonna get an extra saga because i paid for this on amazon if i get an extra one i will do a giveaway of saga aka missing here on our find your film podcast which i know it's gonna be got more than once a month because uh hopefully in january i'll put out two or three episodes because you know what it's, it's still it's still getting some downloads folks so we love you here at find your film yes eric holmes final thought of honor find I, your I, film i will, say, I, will say, I, I will say i i do own it digitally and I own it physically, but if you would like this wonderful Blu-ray, email me at hamslime at gmail.com. I'll how send dare, it to you. How dare you? Eric Holmes, hamslime at gmail.com is willing to send his Blu-ray to anyone who emails Eric Holmes. I would never do that because that Sagasu is mine. Would you ever do that, Bruce, if you got the Blu-ray? I would just send him the Blu-ray and keep the slipcover because I know how Peter Beta is and I, he'd probably get rid of that slipcover. <laughs> yeah, but if Pete gets it first, I, I will keep the slip. This is a pretty fantastic looking slipcover, I think. Okay, very good. Again, Sagasu missing it. We love you here over at Find Your Film. I stole Bruce Perky's thunder over at Cinematics. I didn't give him the final thought. How about this final thought for this Find Your Film episode? Bruce Perky, lead <laughs> oh, us oh, off. No. Well, I will just give you a preview for next week's and I will say that I learned from Cat and Nine Tales that a triangular carton of milk is a great after-sex treat. Okay, I would not know because <laughs> after, you know what, I never do. But we'll see. Milk, I do. See you guys next week here on Find Your Film Cinematics. Bye.